Good day, and welcome to the Talk It Out podcast. My name is Neil Bailey Harper, and I'm here in focus with I Got the News. Stop complaining about the media. If you don't get it, you don't get it. The music I'm listening to today, all Ella, all day long. The one and only, and I know we throw that term around, but the one and only Ella Fitzgerald. This is Ella with the one and only Louis Armstrong. The song is Cheek to Cheek. One of the best duets I've ever heard. Of course, the other two, three, or four might be Ella and Louis too. But that's another thing. I hope today finds you doing well. If not, I hope it finds you getting better. Hey, congratulations as a basketball fan to the Milwaukee Bucks and Giannis Antetokounmpo uh, for winning the NBA championship. You know what I'm really digging that I see a lot? Uh, in, in, in male sports, I'm, I haven't watched a lot of women's championship sports, but in, in male sports, winning the championship is becoming a sort of Father's Day. Yeah, winning a championship, whether it's in hockey or basketball, football, or even the all-star game in baseball. It's becoming Father's Day. I see so many very cool images of fathers going and grabbing, whether it's their infant child, their toddler, their primary school child, their secondary. I see them going and getting their kids and making sure they're in the pictures in these moments. After winning, the first things they're thinking about is their families. And that's very cool. It's very cool to me. It's, the baseball all-star game was like Father's Day. Can you imagine? And the other thing I, I, I really think about, too, is when these kids, some of them in these images aren't old enough to understand. But one day they will be. And it's going to touch their heart. <clears throat> but today I want to talk about media. Okay? Um, media. The main means of mass communication be it broadcasting, publishing, or the internet. Media is the main means of mass communication. And how many times, consciously or subconsciously, do we hear people in the media say that it's the media doing something while trying to exclude themselves from that group doing whatever it is they're doing? It's ridiculous, okay? Um, Here's the other thing, too. The definition, again, the media is means of mass communication through broadcasting, publishing, or the Internet. Um, There's professional media. And then there's just people talking shit. We need to know and to distinguish between those factors. Okay, um, lots of times I get in discussions with people and they're complaining about stuff that I really want the conversation to end because it makes no sense to me. Um, too many things are, are mixed up. Um, see, some things require grown-ups to understand. We're all grown-ups here, so let's do this. Some things require us to understand and figure out. Okay. Um, what is news and what is opinion we have to be able as grown ups 
to want to decipher and then really decipher what is news and what is opinion, opinions. Um, too many news channels that are labeled news channels are filled with just opinion shows. See, for me, news equates to facts. News equates to facts. Basically, as today is Wednesday. That's news. That's a fact. You can't tell me it's Little Thursday or Big Tuesday. No, it's Wednesday. So, we have to understand and, and, and want to know where the news ends and the opinions begin. And too many times, too many of us, from my point of view, accept opinions as news because we like who's giving the opinion. Ain't got nothing to do with news. Nothing at all. Um, so, uh, Fox, CNN, MSNBC, they call themselves news channels and there are some news portions, portions of news in their programs. I don't believe any one of these networks include all the other ones too. I don't believe any one of these so-called news networks have a show based solely on news. They don't. Um, Fox's slogan is fair and balanced. No, it's not. Anybody can see that's not fair and balanced. But that's their slogan for their news channel. That they give you fair and balanced information. No, they don't. CNN's breaking news. And if there's nothing breaking, they'll make something up. Everything is not breaking news. But when you hang that on your crawl of the screen every day for every broadcast, it causes you to sensationalize things. Therefore, we're not getting news. Even CNN, which has very credible professional journalists, every a news program might be 40% news and 60% opinion. MSNBC, which I like, their slogan is, this is who we are. Who? Who are you? News or opinion. Again, they might base some of their opinion on more factual information, but it's still more op opinion than it is news. So when we want to fuss about uh, programs that aren't news and they call themselves news, I get it. I, I totally get it. But you know what else we, we, we can fuss about? Reality TV. What's on reality TV? What part of reality TV is real? Tell me. I'll wait. None. So, you read between the lines on that shit. Go deeper when you're looking, when you're looking for news. Okay? If you're looking for news, you will find out that most of these things, most of these outlets give you part of what you're looking for. Um, public television does a better job, but they bring in their opinionated people too. Here's the thing too. I'm old enough, and I thank you for listening. Hope you like the podcast, want to share it and subscribe. But I'm old enough to have lived as a very small child during the time when News was not a for-profit portion 
of a television's revenue. I'm just talking television because I'm old enough to have lived in a time before we had the internet, okay? Uh, before we had cable news. Over-the-air broadcasting, CBS, NBC, ABC, and public broadcasting, all of these channels were not, the news divisions of these networks were not set up for profit. They didn't have to earn money for the network. They had to provide information. Um, this, again, Ella. It don't mean a thing if it ain't got that swing. She's, she's my best, the best to me. So, um, again, news did not have to provide revenue for the networks. Uh, I'll say Walter Cronkite because that's what was on the TV in my house as a child. CBS News. Now, I also remember NBC, and I remember two guys distinctly, the Huntley Brinkley Report. Huntley Brinkley Report. They were reporting on the news. And there was very little opinion. The only time I remember that very famous video of Walter Cronkite after JFK was shot and killed, his emotion at that time, but he still wasn't ranting about his opinion. He showed you his emotion without going through all of the opinionated stuff. Um, here's the other thing too, when, I, when I'm talking about news, a journalist is a person who writes for newspapers, magazines, and news websites or prepares news to be broadcast. Too many times I think people don't understand or just want to hate on journalists or think that a journalist is completely slanted in their work. Journalists do the work. They do the research. They, they cooperate their research because they want to be looked on as being credible. You know, we sometimes seem to downgrade professions. Um, in my neighborhood growing up, many parents either had to be or thought they could be barbers. They thought they could cut hair. Anybody thinks they can be a real estate agent. A lot of people now think they can be journalists without a mutual understanding of what that job is. And I think they get shortchanged a lot. Um, key objective of a journalist is to gather information and present the news in an honest and balanced manner. The problem that we get into a lot of times with our networks and all of these for-profit now news divisions is journalists prepare the news, but they don't present it all the time. And those who do present it now present the news, but every segment ends with their point of view, their opinion, which if you're not really listening, can slant the actual facts of the news. You know, it's, it's okay to like people, but to want news doesn't mean that I'm tuning into your personality. I don't want to have to tune into your personality just to get the news. And if I do tune into you, I don't want to have the last thing you tell me is how you feel about something. I always believe these shows should be labeled. Okay? 
um, headline news on CNN. Not really news. Um, Fox gets away with it by saying stuff like Hannity and Tucker Carlson. They don't call them news shows. And these guys, if they're back into a corner, will tell you they're not telling you anything that's factually newsworthy. They're telling you their opinions. But, but we always tilt that scale because we think we play on the public's ignorance. We play on the fact that most people won't turn in their homework assignments. Further down the line, I'm going to get into Carl Sagan. Because, again, I watched The 11th Hour with Brian Williams. But I also try to pride myself on knowing when I'm listening to factual news and when I'm listening to someone's opinion. I like to hear the first 15 minutes of any news show because that's really the news part of it. But then when we start bringing in all of these specialists to talk about the subjects that we just got the news on, I, like anybody else, has an option. I understand that's someone's opinion. Now, I might want to hear their opinion, but I also might not. Um, so, when we, when, again, I'll talk about what Carl Sagan said 25 years ago, which is so relevant to me right now. But with news, we have to know when to tune in and when to tune out. If, again, if you're looking for news, if you just want to hear the person talking their opinion because you like their opinion, go for it. But if you don't get it, you don't get it. If you're looking for news and you get mad because you say that that's not news, then that's not what they're giving you. So, we got to know when to tune in and when to tune out. When do we take real shit personally and not the stuff that's made up by the opinionated person who's giving us what we think we want to hear okay um, some things truly affect us can truly affect our lives can truly affect the way we live can truly affect our families that's the news part of it someone's opinion it's just that. It's someone's opinion. How much that affects us is depending on how much we buy into it. 45 is still stirring up a lot of shit because his opinion seemingly to the eyes of the people who want to follow him provides votes. Whether, they, whether the people who want these votes believe it or not, his opinion and the outlets that, that gave a lot of play to his opinions still had people out there who believe in what was told. Not believing in the news, believing in what was told. Remember now, maybe in 2016 or 17, shortly after he was elected, 45 said, don't believe the press. Believe me. And a lot of people chose to do that. But you're not getting news. <laughs> Even though he was the president, you're not getting news from him. You're getting what he wants you to hear. You're getting his opinion. Ella, again, with the great Louis Armstrong. Again, one of the best duet I've ever heard. This is the nearness of you. 
Um, so we mix so many things up together nowadays. Um, and a lot of us aren't really paying attention. Uh, there's a rise again in the COVID. Every state, there's a rise in people with new cases of COVID and in the death toll in many states. It's rising. And 95 to 99% of the people that are getting the virus or re-getting the virus or sadly passing away from the virus are people who are not vaccinated. Whether you believe in vaccinations or not, over 90% of the people who are getting sick again from COVID are not vaccinated. The news is being looked on a lot of different ways because you're hearing a lot of different things about how this vaccine can help you and hurt you. Um, I'm very happy that social media was not in play when we developed the vaccine for polio. Maybe some people sadly were hurt by that. But the majority wasn't. And to know that we are still almost two years now into the same confusing point where people don't wish to take a vaccine because of the harm they feel it could do to them as opposed to what a virus can do to them. It is totally your decision. I'm fully vaccinated. It's totally someone's decision. All I ask is that for your sake and the sake of your surrounding you, base your decision on as much factual information as you can. More news than opinion. And, and I believe things get confused when the way we sell, and that's the, that's the right word, but it's the wrong word for this situation because we shouldn't have to sell it. But the way we are selling people on the idea of taking this vaccine is through entertainers in some part. You know, there's... there's Communities that have leaders and entertainers are necessarily those leaders in the community. And yes, maybe there are efforts made to get these community leaders involved. But in the end, we're grown-ups. Uh, a pop star, I don't even know her name. I didn't know her name before. I forgot her name right now. But she's got 18 million followers and she's 18 years old. So Biden brings her to the White House because she says she wants to help. And she believes she can get her followers to take the vaccine. Here's the thing that I hear. Uh, Performers and entertainers and athletes used to have fans. They had fans. Now they have followers. Just, you know... 45, the president of the United States had followers, not fans, and he still has followers. So we want this pop star 
to get convince everybody 18 and 12 to 18 to take the vaccine. Maybe if the parents understood the rights and wrongs and the do's and don'ts and the goodness and, the, and what could go wrong about the vaccine, maybe they could convince their kids to take it. But we, we're putting that in the hands of an 18-year-old. So I see the video and I didn't even hear any sound, but I see the damn near 80-year-old president with an 18-year-old and he's hip now because she's standing in the Oval Office. John Legend, who I respect as an entertainer. This is our shot. Who's our, John? Who are we talking to? Who are you convincing to take the vaccine? Because you're black? You're convincing black people? I don't get it. Um, there's too many things that we allow or that we, we feed into. Just it's the least common denominator on shit, okay? Many times it's just the least common denominator. We dumb down everything. We dumb down everything. Um, and with that being said, uh, I watched a segment of Brian Williams last week, and he spoke on Carl Sagan, who was an astron- uh, astrophysicist. He did so many different things. He, you know, I remember him as a child. I remember seeing his images. Um, not really listening to a lot of things that he was saying, but I do remember. But 25 years ago, firstly, again, the great Ella Fitzgerald, with Count Basie this time, I'm beginning to see the light. 25 years ago, Carl Sagan wrote something. And, he, and, and the thing was, he wrote it, okay? Now, I also looked up a lot of his quotes. And one quote really interested me, where it says, uh, Science is not only compatible with spirituality, it is a profound source of spirituality. I'm not sure how much I believe in that, but I, but I got to dig a little bit deeper, but it just interest, interested me a little bit. Let me say it again. His quote was, science is not only compatible with spirituality, it is a profound source of spirituality. But here, I'm going to read this. This is what Carl Sagan said 25 years ago and how it smacks us in the face today. I have a foreboding of an America in my children's or grandchildren's time when the United States is a service and information economy, when nearly all the manufacturing industries have slipped away to other countries, when awesome technological powers are in the hands of a very few, and no one representing the public's interest can even grasp the issues. When the people have lost the ability to set their own agendas or knowledgeably question those in authority, when clutching our crystals and nervously consulting our horoscopes, our critical faculties in decline, unable to distinguish between what feels good and what's true, we slide almost without noticing back into superstition and darkness. The dumbing down of America is most evident in the slow decay of substantive content in the enormously influential media. The 30 second sound bites, now 10 second sound bites, the lowest common denominator programming, credulous presentations 
on Suedo science and superstition, but especially a kind of celebration of ignorance. A celebration of ignorance, okay? Enormously influential media. Unable to distinguish between what feels good and what's true. And people have lost the ability to set their own agendas or knowledgeably question those in authority. That's what he was saying 25 years ago about where we are today. And he's right. He's right. What is media? What is not media? What is news? What is opinion? Who are we? Let's talk about this. I want to talk to you, talk to your friends. This is the Talk It Out podcast. I want to begin to see the light, y'all. Have a blessed and wonderful day. Be safe out there. Mask up, especially if you haven't taken the shot yet. It's our shot, people! (laughs) Talk to you later. Be blessed.